everyone it's gavin and my mic is working this time i've got it facing me it's the right way i apologize for the terrible audio in the last episode that was it's really embarrassing because there was a couple of people earlier this week that hadn't listened to the podcast before and i told them about it and they listened to the last episode and i'm like in front of me and i'm like kate you've picked the wrong one because the audio is really bad so yeah that was my fault so it's it's all facing the right way so hopefully it's uh it's sounding good but anyway joining me is stephanie again Hi. Thank you very much for, for jumping in on, on on the super short notice episode. Thanks for having me. I didn't give you like I literally just text like was it like an hour ago or something or a couple of hours ago and I was like yeah, maybe an hour and a half, you know. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. So so like so earlier this week I, I was an extra on a film which I'm gonna talk a little bit about and um it, it's a trailer park boys movie. And a lot of our listeners are Trailer Park Boys fans because that's kind of where the podcast started. Um, and so I'd asked a couple of people that are involved with the podcast that are fans of Trailer Park Boys if they wanted to come on. And they they were all busy. This this really sounds terrible. It sounds like I'm, you were literally a last resort, and that's not the case. It literally just got to the point where I was bored tonight, and I was like, you know what? Maybe me and Stephanie could just do an episode. Um, but I had it's asked cool. a couple of... I had asked a couple of people before you, like earlier on today, and yeah, they couldn't do it. So, and I was like, I really want to talk about this movie, but I know Stephanie's not a fan of Trailer Park Boys, and I was like, you know what? It's not even about that. Like, you don't need to be a fan of it. It's, it's kind of just, it's cool, like to be involved in a production like that. Of course, and I, you know that I'm going to be excited about that for you. And then, um, also, I was sitting here doing nothing on a Friday night, so I already looked pretty bad. It's fine. <laughs> And I yeah, did I mean, watch I the first nothing. episode. What's that? <laughs> I watched the first episode of Trailer Park Boys. Oh, no. The very first one. That's so old. That's like 20 odd years old. Is it, though? I don't know. I did not yeah, know how like old it's, it is. It's really like they. So the characters in that, like they're all still in it, apart from one person who's since passed away, Mr. Leahy. Um, oh. I know. Really sad. Like really sad. Like, he, was an, he was an amazing actor. Um, we've actually had him on this podcast in the past. And yeah. But yeah, everyone's so old now. So like you've seen the first episode, they don't really look a whole lot like that anymore because time's moved on so much. So Wow, I didn't realize it was that old. I didn't realize it was... Yeah, like it started in like 2001, like kind of 1999. They did a couple of like specials, but it wasn't an established, like the characters were a little bit different. The names were different. It wasn't part of the canon of the show. But the, the first series came out in 2001. Wow. Okay. Because when I looked at it on Netflix, it said 2018. I didn't think that was right. But... Okay. Well, hold on a minute. So what? I'm just trying. To... Okay. So what happened in the first episode? Just tell me something that happened. The two guys get out of jail. Okay, that happens at the start of every season. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so <laughs> they get out of jail and they go back to the trailer park and they're not friends anymore. 
And the yeah. one guy, Julian's not going to hang out with Ricky anymore. Yeah, it's the, fa- and then, the first episode. Yeah. yeah, and then Cyrus is living in his trailer. And <laughs> anyway, that makes me sad about Mr. Leahy, though, because I was already thinking, well, th- he's my favorite. <laughs> he is. No, honestly, right. If you, I hope that you stick to it. I mean, I'll, I'll ask you in a minute what you thought. I mean, you can give me an honest opinion, but his character, like, so he's he's essentially like, an alcoholic eventually like he doesn't really drink in the first couple of like series episodes like you don't really pick up that he's got a problem but like he like literally becomes the liquor as he says and um the guy in real life didn't even drink but he plays this amazing drunk and he's just like honestly he's incredible but yeah it I can't was wait. Really when he when he passed away i'm gonna keep watching it but that is sad to know as i sit yeah. here drinking my so, so the yeah, so the first, the first seven seasons are directed by a guy called Mike Clattenburg, who is a legend. And when it got to like the seventh season, which is my favorite, the seventh season is amazing. It's it was, I mean, it's all filmed close to where I live anyway. But the seventh season was literally filmed in this area. Like you can walk down the street, and there's locations from the show in in that season, um, and in the other ones as well, but particularly that one. And um. Yeah, he directed the first seven seasons and then he he just stopped. He didn't want to do any more. And then in 2013, I want to say, the boys, the three main guys, like characters Ricky, Julian, and Bubbles, they uh, they decided to buy the rights to the show. So they bought the rights from Mike Clattenburg and decided to continue it on. So then they made season eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, and then they stopped after 12 and they made two animated series. So, which is not to everyone's, the animated series is different. It's not to everyone's taste. And even seasons like eight onwards are not to everyone's taste. They are, it is different director. So it's, it's different, but Snoop Dogg's in season 10. (laughs) It's so random. It's so (laughs) random. I love it. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm definitely going to, I'm definitely going to watch it. I, I appreciate every, every kind of show and, um, I've heard people talk about this show forever. And then my husband was talking, he's never watched it, but he keeps seeing like little video clips from it and stuff. He's like, Oh yeah, you should watch it. They're hilarious. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'm a comedy fan and I always love having a comedy show to watch in between all of my murder documentaries. Yeah. Yeah. Just to kind of like even it out a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I really hope that you take to enjoying it. I mean, one of our other hosts, Sammy, who eventually we'll get, you'll talk to Sammy. She's amazing. Um, she hadn't heard of it until she met me and I told her about it and she loves it. Like she's watched and you wouldn't, she's kind of like you where you're like straight off the bat, you wouldn't think it was a show that you'd get into because it is, I guess you could call it like stoner comedy. I don't know whether you smoke dope, but I don't. So I'm not typically what you would assume to be a Trailer Park Boys fan. So <laughs> Well, okay. I don't. Um that doesn't mean I don't appreciate. Yeah, same same with me as well. It or the con- Yeah, 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 same with me. Like I, I've never smoked it and I've got no interest in smoking it. And I've been offered it by that by the actors as well. Like, do you want to smoke? <laughs> I've I've literally been given opportunities to get high with the trailer park boys. I'm just not interested. It doesn't doesn't appeal to me at all. No. It I mean, and I've 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 had my moments, but um not great experiences most of the time. So why yeah, bother? Exactly. You know, if you're happy, <laughs> if you're happy within yourself and you don't need that extra boost, then there's no there's really no point. No, but I'm not mad no. at it. And I think it's funny. <laughs> yeah. So, so you enjoyed the first episode then? 
yeah, it wasn't, I, I think I can sense the comedy coming, Yeah, you know, it wasn't as maybe not as funny. Um, um, the gang of guys that maybe deal the dope in the neighborhood and they're walking around and the one guy has his visor on upside down and backwards. Oh, J-Rock. Yeah, J-Rock yeah, yeah, yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. That had me, that had me rolling a little bit. So, okay, so, so J-Rock, <laughs> is the, the actor's name is Jonathan Torrens and he's like a huge celebrity within Canada. Like Canadians know he's done so much other than Trailer Park Boys. Like he hosted a, like a chat, like a talk show type thing for teenagers like years ago, like called, what was it called? Street Sense, it was called. And then he had, I think it was called Street. He's done so much. He did, he did Degrassi, like, you know, Degrassi. That, um, oh, yeah, yeah. You've heard of that. What's his name's on it? The rapper. What's his name? Famous, famous rapper. I know. Oh. I, it's on the tip of my tongue, but I Drake, don't. Drake, that's it. Yeah, Drake, Drake, was, Drake <laughs> yeah. was on that. Yeah, so he did that. And he's done loads of stuff. And in 2014, I was lucky enough to go to the premiere of the third movie. And the cast were there. And I went over to to introduce myself to him. And he is totally different. Like, he's like, he's quite effeminate the way he talks. And I think he would admit that himself. Um, Very well spoken and just just not like J-Rock at all. And I was like completely thrown off because I'd never watched any of his previous work. But like, he is, he's a comical genius, that guy. And like, he's, he's just such a great actor and a lovely person. He's also been on the podcast as well. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought so much to go on one episode, but no, definitely not. Like that's not a good example of what the show turns out to be. Right. But I could, like, I didn't have ill feelings. <laughs> Cause like bubbles is like, he's in oh. that, but he, bubbles was supposed to be just like an extra, like just a park resident, but not really a main character. And then just as it progresses, he becomes a lead character. Like, and he's like, undoubtedly the most recognizable character in the whole show now of course i mean i um, even picture his face when someone says something about the show yeah but he was a pretty good part of it too when he's like, um go julian goes back to the shed and he's like yeah this dude just fucking moved in <laughs> like <laughs> you can sleep back here with me in the shed <laughs> yeah that's right yeah he just lives in the shed the whole time yeah um I, I, again it like in 2011, they came to Liverpool and did like a live stage show. It's just the three main guys. And they were looking for people in the audience to go up on stage and reenact one of the scenes from the first episode. And, and so it would have the person getting up on stage to be Cyrus. So they give the guy a leather jacket, a fake gun, sunglasses, and then a quick piece of script. And you just have to read it out. And I got picked. And I got up, put this leather jacket on, and the guy, they gave me this gun. And the sunglasses, and it was the scene where he's like, um, he's arguing with Julian, and he's saying about like, um, I want a new TV, a new refrigerator, and I want my porn tapes back because they were the creme de la creme. <laughs> and I read it out in the accent, and the crowd just erupted. And even today, like I talked to Mike Smith, who plays Bubbles about it, and he says like, you were the only one who nailed that. Like the whole tour, we got people <laughs> up, and they just friggin' ruined it. He said, but you actually like, we didn't know what to do because you nailed it. Like, <laughs> so good. Hire this guy. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it was great. It was awesome. So yeah, so this movie follows Bubbles and he's got a band called the Shit Rockers. That's the name. In the early seasons, he has a cat because he loves cats. I don't know if you've picked up on that yet, but he's like obsessed with cats. And one of his cats is called Shit Rock. Don't know why. Um, <laughs> so anyway, he later gets this band together and calls them the Shit Rockers. They're not really in the series, but it's like a new thing. 
And um, the film is about, it's like a documentary, like a music documentary following Bubbles Band around and they go on tour. And anyway, I was given the opportunity to be a background performer. I applied and got picked. Um, I can't, I really can't say too much because I'm not, I'm not allowed to, because it's like, they've announced they're making a movie. So I know I can say that, but um, it was amazing. Like, I mean, I, I did extra work on the last movie in like 2013, but it, it wasn't, it was still amazing, but this was more hands-on and they actually gave me like a costume to wear and I took proper direction from the director. Like he came over to me and said, you know, do this, do that. Like, make sure you do this. Like it was proper direction, even though I wasn't, it wasn't a, a role. It, I was a background performer, but I was right next to the camera, as close to the camera as this microphone is to my face. And I even had that click book, clipboard you know the thing they clicked down yeah. <laughs> he did it right next to my head and we did it about seven or eight times until we got the take right there's so many people in the scene and uh yeah it was amazing it was so much fun there's a couple of other scenes we did but that one was the first scene of the day and yeah i was right up close to the camera and it was so much fun and i just loved it that's such a cool experience yeah it was it, it was great i mean i get nervous about like the thought of being given script and having to read script. Um, but I feel like I, if I did more of this, like the non-speaking bits and like the background stuff, you get more used to it. And I feel like maybe I could pick up a piece of script. I don't want to be an actor, but like, I just think it would be fun. Yeah. Like something to, to try and see. Yeah, exactly. Especially if you can be a part of something you're a fan of. Um, yeah. You know, that's, um, the, I've always wanted to, be a zombie on The Walking Dead. Or oh, that would be but... so much fun. Yeah, so we, we had uh, one of the guys, <laughs> actually one of the guys from Trailer Park Boys on, on the podcast, and he's done, I can't remember the name of the movies, but they're zombie movies, and they're, they're like famous ones, I just can't remember the name. And he was zombies in those films, and he talks about the makeup and what you have to go through. It takes hours and hours to get the makeup on, but like that would be cool. That would <laughs> just be to say cool. I was a part of it, you know? Exactly. So like so... I, when, I, when I did extra work in... 2013 i i'm in the movie but i'm not you you would never know it was me like i mean i have to be i'd have to be sitting there where you used to go there's me because it's like <laughs> the back of my head the side profile from a distance like you can't even tell but in this one i was like i say i was that close to the camera that if the scene makes the cut because who knows right and um, you will see there's no way you won't see me face like it, it's right there so i'm hoping i'm hoping okay. it's it's gone in i hope so that's awesome so yeah question do you you get paid Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not much because it's it's considered non-union. Like they have a, a union that's like an actors' union that's called ACTRA. It stands for something. And you get that's when you can do scripts and that you can read lines. Like I'm not actually allowed to read lines. Um somebody on somebody on set suggested that I say something. Like just off the way, oh, why doesn't you get him to say this? And then somebody else said he, he can't, he's he's not he's non-union. So I wasn't allowed to. So, which would have been fun because then it would have been a case of, do I say this line in my am I accent or do I say it in <laughs> a North American accent? Like, what do you want? But no, it, it didn't go that far. But yeah, you do get paid, but it's like not as much as what the union guys get. So, right. but I would have done it for curious. free. So, so yeah, I, I would have done it for free. And the money that I'm going to get is spending money for when we go to Boston. So right. it's just money <laughs> no. I didn't know I was going to get. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I was just thinking like, I'd go be a walker on the walking dead for free. Yeah. Don't tell them I said, well, it's over, but don't tell them I yeah. said that if they're going to pay me, I'll take it. Exactly. 
but to be part of the experience of making a movie or anything, but that's something you're a fan of. That's awesome. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, so when I, I mean, as you know, like I, I'm from the UK, but I live in Canada. I met my wife online and I don't know if I told you the story about that, which I'll explain a different time. Um, I'd never heard of trailer park boys. It was only coming here and having my wife say to me, just to let you know, they make a TV show here and we, that's not how we live. So don't, if you see it, that's not how I live. Cause she was so <laughs> paranoid that I'd seen the show and thought she was like, you know, from this like greasy trailer park. And she's like, that's not life. Oh so my anyway, God. I, I came here and then I seen it on TV and I just fell in love with her. I thought it was hilarious. She doesn't like, she's not into the show at all, but I, right. I just loved it. That's, um, that's great because one of the things while watching that first episode and I, I've, I knew the, the idea of the show, I'd seen yeah. clips and pictures and things, but, um, you know, the Canadians that I know are polite people, well-mannered people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then, and then I see this and they're like shooting guns in the very first scene. I'm like, wait, there's no guns in Canada. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Happening? Yeah. <laughs> What's- What's happening? And um, it's, I mean, and the other thing as well is that like um, that obviously that, you know, the growing of like cannabis is like big throughout the entire run. And now it's legal. It was made legal about four years ago. So there's that whole side of things as well. That like now things have changed because it's legal. In fact, the third movie was called Don't Legalize It because it was being <laughs> talked about being legalized back then. So um, they don't want it to be legalized. Ricky didn't want it to be legalized right. because he wanted to be the one that was selling it to people. Of he didn't course. want it to be taken away from him. So yeah, that changed a lot. Yeah, changed a yeah, lot of things. things. Changed and things have changed a lot. Even like you know, Mister Leahy was like the, you know, the 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 enemy to the boys, and now of course he's not there anymore. So it's like who do you who do you get to replace? And there's other enemies like the Cyrus and a couple of other bad guys as well. But like he was like the the top dog bad guy so it was it was it was pretty good i'm excited to keep watching and of course i did see the one movie when i was on netflix searching it up but i'm gonna see gavin in the movie you know what the the, the movie so there's there's three (laughs) movies all together the first one is called it's got two different names called trailer park boys the movie uh, or trailer park boys the big dirty and it's it was made, it's a very Americanized movie. Like it was made by the producer who made Ghostbusters, um, Ivan Reitman. Like he he came to Canada and like made this movie with Mike Clattenberg about Trailer Park Boys. And it's like, if you've never seen it before, you could watch that movie and not be lost. Right. So that's, you could actually, if you really want to see what they're like, watch that movie, like before you watch any more. Mm-hmm. And that's going to take it up to around the time season five was being filmed. But it's just a movie, a standalone movie that's got no connection to the series at all, but mm. introduce you to all the characters. And it's it's a movie, so it's it's cool to watch anyway for that reason. So it takes place near you, Canada? Yeah, like like it's all it's filmed in Nova Scotia, like in Dartmouth, where I'm Okay, I live. so that's where it's supposed to take place. Yes, um, yes. Yeah, I was curious. Well. I was curious about the accent, like the Canadian accent. Can Canada's a whole country. So yeah. it was interesting. I wasn't sure that people in Nova, I mean, I only have spoken to you from Nova Scotia and you don't speak like a Canadian. <laughs> no, no, but that, that's so, what they sound like. Okay. And and that's what my friend in, uh, no, nah, I can't think of it. 
Ontario. But she lives in yes, she lives in Niagara Falls. Um, that's how she's how she talks. Yeah, so they in in that area. Personally, I think they that it's more thick, like it's more Canadian. Okay, in my opinion. Yeah, that's just me. You, you think so? Makes sense. I'm just thinking Canada is huge, you, just like United States. I know there's not as many people, but you can go just two hours and people talk completely, totally yeah. differently. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. I don't know. I got to show you this as well. <laughs> Th those are the glasses. Like they're his glasses. That's amazing. And they're the only ones that he owns. Like I said, how many pairs of those do you have? And he's like, one pair. And I'm like, you don't have any more. He goes, I could get more made. He said, but they'd have to take apart these ones in order to get the sizes and everything right to make new ones. He said, and I'm petrified that they'll break them and I won't have a character anymore. So how do you just keep a pair of glasses safe for that long? <laughs> I don't. Well, I'll tell you. He's, he has He has a case. <laughs> He has a glasses oh. case, right? He keeps them in the case. And when you open the lid, it says something along the lines of, if found, $6,000 reward. Oh, my God. Yeah, like he's put like it's there, like he's put a big price on them. So like if they're found and you return them, he will give you the money because he needs them. But I'm just like, Mike, you've got to get you've got to get new ones made. You've got yeah. like they're not going to last forever. Like there's a couple of times they broke and he's he's fixed them himself with super <laughs> <laughs> like this so old i can't imagine having the same pair of glasses for that many years yeah yeah the same ones and you can't see a damn thing when you've got them on i said to him i was like D i don't know how you go on stage with these things because <laughs> he doesn't really and stuff from wearing them right. like you, you say... can't see yeah that's crazy i'm supposed to wear glasses but i don't i did wear glasses for most of my life and then i got laser surgery and 2018 i think it was and i don't need to wear them anymore but oh, I, so it works. Lenses. <laughs> I i mean i just need them to drive at night but oh no my eyes were fucked like i i couldn't i couldn't see faces like people go why did you ignore me yesterday and i was like i didn't see you <laughs> you walked past me and waved i don't know who you are you've got to come and speak to me i couldn't see who you were it was that bad and the laser thing fixed that yeah okay so there's i could it was amazing. I just can't drive at night. I can't. I wouldn't be able to see if a deer ran out or, or you know. Yeah. The I signs. Think I think that's normal. I don't. I don't know whether they would do. They probably would fix it, but I just don't know if they would do the surgery. What if I can't that. see the the guide on my TV and the words on my TV? That's pretty detrimental. You should be able to make that bigger though. <laughs> Shh. <They'll> get, <laughs> they're going to give me surgery just so I can see what channels I'm scrolling. It was the weirdest thing, the surgery as well. It wasn't, it was like non-invasive. And so they didn't use knives. It was literally lasers. There's, there is one where they, oh, it's horrible. Uh. They, they cut a flap of skin. Even that, just saying that is like, oh. Yeah, but this wasn't. They just, they just, you, they put something on your eye and he says to you, you're going to feel a lot of pressure and then you, it will go black. And I'm like, this sounds terrible. And so it's this thing and it, it pushes on your eyeball that hard that your eye just goes black and you can't see it, it's pushing that hard and then he said and then he's talking as he's doing it and he says now you're going to see a green light so just look straight ahead and then this green light shows up and starts moving around you don't know what it's doing but it's obviously doing what it's supposed to be and then yeah once it's done he does the other eye and then it's like 20 minutes the whole thing done and then he's you go home 
you wear dot really dark sunglasses for like the first eight hours or something, and then after that you take them off. But it wasn't until like the next day where I could actually see, and it, it was so bright, lights were so bright, and then I could see. That's crazy. Yeah, that's so crazy. I I can't do that. They'd have to put me down, put me out, put me. <laughs> nah, it's you know what? It's non-painful. I did not. It did not hurt at all. It wasn't even that uncomfortable. It was fine. It's the anxiety of touching. It's a touch lot of anxiety, but it's honestly for nothing at the end of the day. The eyes. Yeah, I know. But anyway, I'm glad I don't have to wear glasses like bubbles because. <laughs> Especially if I had to keep them, keep track of them. That's what I was going to say is I break, I break mine or lose them. It's inevitable. These are like from the dollar store because <laughs> yeah. I'm going to lose them. <laughs> There's this one funny scene, and I, I, it's probably going to go. The comedy is probably going to go go over your head at this point because you've only seen one episode. But there's um there's this scene where Bubbles is trying to learn to drive, and he obviously can't. He can't do it. He can't see, so he fails. And the he, he's stood there with Ricky, and the guy comes over, and and Bubbles goes, "Did I pass?" And the guy goes, "He goes, I don't know who told you you could drive." He goes, "But you can't see for shit." And he's <laughs> like, "I I can see. I was fine." And so the guy goes, "Ah, how many fingers, son?" And holds up like four fingers, and then Ricky goes to the guy, "How many fingers, son?" <laughs> it's just, it's stupid, but it's hilarious. Puts up two middle fingers. I could already tell that Ricky's gonna make me laugh. Yeah, he will. Like he'll, he'll kill you. And he's another one that's not like that in real life. He's so laid back and chill. Like that's so funny. not like that at all. Um, I love anyway, it. we can move on from Trailer Park Boys talk now. <laughs> um, so tomorrow is Canada Day. Have you ever heard of that? Sure. I, di- I did not realize that tomorrow was Canada Day, but I have yeah. heard of Canada Day. It's essentially just, it's the 4th of July for Canadians. Mm-hmm. So we have it on the 1st of July instead. But is yeah. it is it actually like historical date of something that happened? I, I imagine it's when they told the British to fuck off and that they were going to be themselves, I guess. I don't know. It's something like that. I don't know. Right, but there was no war. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I honestly don't know the history of it, but it, it's going to be right. exactly the same as why Americans celebrate the 4th of July. It's just Canada's version, and they have it two days before. Right, okay. So there's fireworks <laughs> and, you know, parades and all that stuff, and everyone wears Canadian flags and, yeah. Right. So, That's so fun. yeah, so we're, we're actually going camping, which I'm not really looking forward to because it's in a tent, which is fine. We We just bought a new tent, and it's a big one. Um, but it's supposed there's a chance it might rain and I'm like I don't want to stay in a tent if it rains and then our friends who were staying in a trailer were like staying on their plot they said oh you can just we'll just all go in the trailer and I'm like I'm not going we're not all going in there I won't be able to sleep I'm such a light sleeper that like the the guy who owns the trailer he's got like sleep apnea so he has a machine on I'm like I'm not going to be able to sleep with that machine going there's no way so I'll sleep in the car yeah that sounds pretty I mean we camp but I've only been camping in the rain, I think, once. I don't, yeah, we did it last, not last year, a couple of years ago. And, and it was just like, it rained and it was, we woke up and like the tent was like blown inwards, <laughs> like a, an umbrella and then um, <laughs> tilted. Like, like it was just wet and not, it wasn't nice. I said to my wife, Dean, and I was like, we'll just drive home. And she goes, I'm going to drive home. It's two hours away. And I'm like, I know, but I don't want to sleep if it's raining. I don't want to, but then I'm thinking, well, I don't want to drive home if it's raining, like it's dark. That, that's just not fun. So I was like, well, I'll just sleep in the car and you guys can go in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you don't realize how muddy it's going to get. Yeah. 
and then it gets wet in the tent. And then when you get home, you have to let the tent has to dry. You can't put it away. Right. Yeah. It's a whole thing. So, it's all very much. I do love camping, but doing it even just for two nights, you fill up the truck. Like we're going away for two weeks. Yeah. It's been a while since we've gone camping, but that's um, for Canada day weekend. Yeah. I'd imagine all the campgrounds are quite busy and crowded. Well, probably not because every, probably everyone's got more sense and isn't going to camp because it's <laughs> not good, great weather, but who knows? Yeah. Some people are hardcore about it. Like I can't get a campsite at our campground on holiday weekends like that. Yeah. I would be more hardcore about it if I had a trailer, but we don't have a trailer, so it's a tent. I'm doing it with the kids. I honestly, like, if it was me, I'd rather stay at home and go to bed. But the kids, <laughs> if it's for the kids, they love it. And it's the, the friends that we're staying with, they've got two kids, and our kids are friends with them. And Yeah, yeah that's fun. And it's good memories. We have... Um, it is. It's been, probably been two years. I don't think we went camping last year. But we have, a like, a 10-person tent. And there's five of us, but the last time we went camping, our three kids were much smaller size. <laughs> yeah. So then we got another tent, um, and my son kind of sleeps in there by himself. Um, small, but it's still miserable if it rains or if it, when it's real hot. Oh God! Wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, "Why would I do this?" <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, why when I have a bed? What? Like, why couldn't we just drive out? I know it's two hours away, but why can't we just drive out and, like, stay there and have loads of fun and then come back? Why do we have to stay? Right. Or is there a hotel somewhere? Yeah, like, just <laughs> something else. Just That's why I was like, you know what? I'll stay in the car. At yeah. least it's, I know I'm not going to get wet. Although right. it's probably going to be muggy as hell in the car. But Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I still love it. I love it. We were supposed to go. Well, you know, July 4th is Tuesday. And we're taking a little family trip um, and we were going to go camping for part of it. And then I realized how much of a pain in the ass that would be. Yeah. So we're just staying in hotels. <laughs> yeah. Three different ones, but I'm not looking forward to it at all, but I've just got to go with the flow. It's easiest. So what are you doing for the 4th of July? What do you typically do? Typically we would just, well, we used to go spend time with my family. Uh, my grandma like lives where they would used to put the fireworks off for the city where she lives. Um, so we just go to her house. But this the past couple of years, we just stick around here because so many people in the neighborhood and outside are setting off fireworks. And you can see them from every oh, direction. Okay. So you just watch so we, them. Yeah, we would stay here and have a fire pit and just kind of hang out. Um but this year we're going on this trip to my friend and I think, you know, Angel. Yeah. Um, she's in Pittsburgh. Okay. And she's having a musician come play at her house for her 4th of July party. So we're going up for that. And then we're just staying the whole week in Pittsburgh. Oh, nice. Or around Pittsburgh. That's awesome. So she's yeah. like booked a musician. Like, is this someone she's a fan of? Yeah. And Do I know, we know Um, Probably not. His name is J.D. Iker. No, um, no, I've not heard of him. He's he's from Ohio. He's you know an independent artist, but he's um lovely and wonderful. We go see him together all the time, and then 
she booked him to play at her house, which is cool. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I'd love that. Booking, booking a musician you're a fan of to come and play prior yeah. for you. It works when you can afford them. Like, don't look up how much it costs to get Joey Fatone to your birthday party. Oh, I can only imagine. <laughs> Does he, would he actually do that if you had the money? I do not have the money, but it was... <laughs> no, but like, is, he, is that something he offers? It just says to book Joey Fatone for your event. So you it could, doesn't... technically, couldn't you, if you paid? Yeah, it's like 50, it said 50 to 100,000, I think. That's okay. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I agree. I'm just like, is he bringing Justin Timberlake with him or like, (laughs) does this include a famous friend? Yeah. What other services are you providing, sir? Yeah. Are you, are you bringing fat ones, hot dogs van with you? Like what, what am I getting for this? Like Uh, (laughs) I was having a um, hypothetical birthday party planning meeting with myself the other night and I was deciding who I was going to get to come. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm getting Joey Fatone and Brad to come to my birthday party. And I looked up how much Joey costs. Brad would probably just do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I think he I, I don't know. But um, you know, I want to I want to book at least one musician or something. Um yeah. but it's funny the price. And then I've heard what O Town's price is because a friend of mine had asked, and she was like, same really? thing, like. 20,000, 30, something. Wow. It was a lot. It was a lot. Do you know the crazy thing is, like, so, you know, when when O-Town went on the Late Late Show, James Corden, they did that Mm. performance. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty certain, I don't know for a fact, but, like, unless James Corden, because he's such a big fan, just asked them to come on anyway, like, bands like that have to pay to go on these shows. I did not know that. Yeah, like BB Mac told me, like Mark mentioned it on our podcast when he came on. They went on, I think it was Good Morning America. And I was like, oh, that was amazing. You want a Good Morning America? He goes, yeah, that cost like 10 grand to do that. They had to pay to do it. No way. Yeah. Like I the record no- companies, like the, the record company or the, or the management or whoever it is that's looking after them is has to pay because the idea is that you're promoting your album. So you pay us and we'll we'll let you come on. So they have to pay. I really thought it would be the other way around. Well, it is if you're in a, if you're like an A-lister, like you know, like they wouldn't they wouldn't say to Ed Sheeran, "Well, you have to pay us," because you just go, "Well, I won't come on then," because I'm not famous, I don't need to. So in that right. in that sense, it would be the other way around. Okay, so but it's like, like a a system, a barter system, kind of. Yeah, basically, yeah. So, but yeah, I don't I know with O Town because James Corden's a massive fan. He genuinely does love them. Like he he probably just asked them to go on. And maybe they didn't have to pay, but right. they did promote their their new single. So. Yeah, at the time. That's that's I never would have. That's insane. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. But that's why you don't see a lot of like these acts that used to be famous or like really famous and now aren't so much on big TV shows because it costs yeah. and they just don't have the money to put into it. Of course, that's insane. I guess yeah. I never thought about it. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but now I'm sitting here thinking, okay. How much? I'm still this? thinking about getting Joey Fatone to your party. I said I'm just going to ask him. What doesn't hurt? Doesn't hurt to try. What? What's the worst he can say? No. Or ignore me, which would be even worse. Yeah, that would be that would be worse. Yeah. Um, that's a risk. But like, can I get a trailer park 
boys cast member. Can I get somebody from The Walking? I'm just going to try to make it like Steph Con 2024. Yeah, Steph Con, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was probably drunk when I was thinking all of this up. It was pretty fantastic. <laughs> I'm a fan of a lot of people, fangirl. And if it's going to, if I have to turn 40 years old, it's going to be a party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, so I, I turn 40 next year and we're talking about going to Disney World. So I'm like hoping that it happens. But because of this, like this whole thing, we already spent a load of money this year anyway. And because of this whole Boston thing that came out of the blue. Yeah. I didn't bring it up. So I'm just leaving it for now because I really <laughs> want to go. And, like my parents have talked about coming with us and, and her parents have mentioned coming. So it will be the grandparents and yeah. The um, Disney World to me sounds like camping. Oh no! See, we went. We went when we when we got engaged. Not get engaged when we got married. Oh, we we talked about that. We did talk about it. Yeah, it it was amazing. Like, and I just I want at least want to go one more time, especially with the kids. Yeah, I know. It's um, I spend all my money on concerts, (laughs) and then occasionally take my kids with me. That's what we're doing. Do you know what? Right with the concert thing, do you feel like because like meet and greets now are literally like. If you don't, if a band doesn't offer meet and greet, it's weird because like so many artists offer meet and greet now. Do, like, do you uh, almost feel like that it's like the thought of just going to a show and not having that experience, like the VIP experience, it's almost not as fun anymore. Do you feel like that? It's exactly how I feel. Which like, would be exactly. We like talk about like, <laughs> oh, like if the Backstreet Boys come back, like we've obviously met them before and stuff. We've done the VIP, but the amount of money they charge now and you've got to figure both me and my wife are both fans. The yeah. money that we, that's double what anyone else would pay because we both have to buy it. And so she said like, oh, we wouldn't do VIP. We just go to the show. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to go, to be honest. I can watch it live on TV. Like I just, I would be so bothered about going to the show knowing that like there's an option there to meet them, but I can't do it. Do right. You know I mean? Like I'd be put, it would ruin the show for me. I feel like that about the bigger shows yeah um probably less so about stuff like o-town and um you know the independent artists and smaller country acts and things that i go see because you can get up close you know and yeah be more involved and enjoy the music more yeah with, with the big shows it's kind of a whole production and then yes because i've done all these meet and greets and things it's like if I can't afford that barstool seat at a new kid's show, I'm not going. <laughs> yeah, I know it's a, but but that's because it's you've had you. It's only natural to want to top your previous experiences or at least have the same. Mm-hmm. And going to a show and not doing VIP, having done it once before, it's that you know already know before you get there that's not going to be as good as it was last time, and that's yeah, not but, it's not appealing. Then it almost feels not worth it. Yeah, it's yeah. sad because I do love the music and I love the experience but i've done i mean i did it to myself (laughs) yeah like spoiled myself so uh eric church only does meet and greets by like a lottery you don't have to pay anything it's like fan club only and you just say click that you want to join you want to be um eligible for a meet and greet and this will be like my sixth seventh eighth show that i did not get it (laughs) oh really and oh, i that's so just got the email today and i'm like oh because it's so 
I mean, with him, it's a little easier because I do love this show so much. And I haven't met him since or talked to him since I was like 26 years old. So it's not mm. the same, but um, it's that option is there and somebody else got that shit and it wasn't me again. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's not that's <laughs> that. Yeah, that is unfortunate. Yeah, that but- is. Then my husband has a fan club and pays for it and didn't ever sign up for the meet and greet. So we had a little fight today. I was like, done. Don't talk to me. So he so he, <laughs> he, he had the option to sign up for that so you'd get it anyway. He had the option to do what I did and just enter into the Oh, so you would have had another, ch- another chance, yeah. Another chance. But he that's why he pays for the fan club separately from me is so that we could both have a chance to get meet yeah. and greets at this show. The, the, the Backstreet Boys used to offer that. Like years ago, they, they offered where you could you just enter to see if you can win. And I remember the first time I ever met them was was that. Like, I just clicked the button and we I got picked. Me and Kelly, who's on the podcast, who you're going to meet um, this month. So weird that it's this month. It's like um, two weeks, dude. Yeah, I know. So, uh, yeah, so she did it as well. And and I got picked. And it was it couldn't have come at a better time. It was like going through a really bad breakup at the time. And like, yeah, I got to meet them. And it was just incredible. Never thought to get to meet them. It was only the four of them at the time because Kevin wasn't part of the band. He'd left. Um, but yeah, it was amazing. And then the next time, I think the next time, did I win it again? Or did I, I feel like I've, I feel like I maybe I won it again the second time. I can't remember, but I've met them three times. The third time we paid. That's sort of, that's the all I was going to remember. But definitely the first time we, we won a competition and got to go. So, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And when There's... I first met Boys to Men, it was because meet and greets weren't a thing. We got to the show and then there was a little piece of paper on the wall by the merch stand that said, like, meet the band for £30, which is like $50. And mm-hmm. I'm like, meet them. I was like, that. So we, we asked the guy, can you actually meet them? And he was like, yeah, <laughs> take me money. So we paid and there was a line, probably about maybe 50, 60 people in line to meet them. And you go up, you meet them, you get your stuff signed, you get a picture, all yep. for $50. Like, amazing. And now I, I dread to think what they charge now, but like, BB Max, they BB Max just announced theirs today for the Pop 2000 tour. They're doing VIPs, obviously, and they're charging $125 for theirs, which is not bad. Oh, I think that's, that's not that's, bad. Yeah, that's fine. I'm going to see them, obviously, on the Pop 2000 tour, but then I'm going to go see them do a show where Trevor from Oton is opening for them. Oh, okay. And that's near here ish, you know. Yeah. But, I'm um, so hoping that you become a fan because I know that you're not a hun- like massively familiar with them, but I really think that like you you give them a chance and I I, I think you'll you'll like them. I'm gonna love them, I know, and I well, and I listened to them when I was younger, but I and I had an album, I think, or at least singles, you know, like I yeah. I listened I listened to them and I liked them, but I never followed, yeah, follow, I never followed up with them, but um. I'm excited that they're on the Pop 2000 tour. That's super cool. But they they are like the nicest bunch you've got. Like, so they're from where I'm from, obviously. But Stee is from Liverpool, and he sounds he's got a thicker accent than that I have. But it's he sounds like me. <laughs> I remember when so we we met them via their agent because they, we got um, Christian on the podcast, and their agent was like, "You want to go to a show? Like, you." I'll get. I'll give you the VIPs, and we were like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, just buy the tickets, and I'll give you the VIPs." So we were like, "Wow, we're going!" So that's <laughs> when we went to Chicago, and we met them. And Christian was like, "Here's my phone number. Just let me know when you want to meet up." Like Mark came over and was just like, I, "Mark was like, I want to come on your podcast." He goes, 
I just he started opening up to me. He was like, I just got through a really bad breakup. He said, and like you know, I was I was actually drinking a lot more than I normally do, and like was you know really suffering with mental health. He's like, I'd love to come on your podcast and talk about it. I'm like, no problem. And <laughs> since then, I, I text Mark like I've I've been talking to him. Like he's he's such a nice guy. Like that band. I grew up listening to them, like, you know, back in, like, 1999, 98. And to be sort of, like, friends, you know, use quotation marks, friends, I, I always feel like I'm overstepping the mark by saying that, but um, it's amazing. That's why you go, friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean? Because Not- you're the same, aren't you? You know, you, you've kind of got personal with some of the some of the artists that you listened to when you were growing up, and it's, it's really amazing. Even going back to Trailer Park Boys and yeah. getting to know the guy that plays Bubble Wars, like, these are things that you never think will happen. And when they, when they do, you just think you kind of realize how special that mm-hmm. is for you. Cause there's so many people that would love to be in your position. Yep. And there's um this like 14 year old child, me that she died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like she, she just died. She had a heart attack and died to, uh, once, but then, you know, a whole bunch of other times too. But that's why we go friends because I know there's a line. There's, yeah, because you don't want to, because you don't know how they feel. They they might just see you as a fan, and well, they would never consider you to be a friend. You know what I mean? But like, right. I, I can't like the conversations I've had with these people that I'm saying quotation friends. Like, you wouldn't have that if you were just a fan. That's why I'm like, I feel like it's a li- at least a little bit more than being a fan. Like, right? Yeah. There's 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 a like a blurry space between fan and yeah close friend. But, you know, when one of them will say, like, well, this is my friend, Stephanie. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> friend, I'm a friend. I love yeah. it. Yeah, it's great. But it's it's um, awesome. I, I can't wait to see BB Mac. I have to do, I'll have to do one of their VIPs. I don't know. On Saturday, because we talked last Friday, Saturday, I went to see Brett Michaels and I wasn't going to meet him. Didn't think there would be a way to. I get to the merch table. $300. Oh, man. Like, why do they charge so much? But then I read a little further, and all of the money goes to juvenile diabetes research. So here comes my credit card. Like, Yeah, because you can justify it now because <laughs> it's for charity. I'm like, everything is well and cool. We are doing this. My yeah. husband was like, do it. We don't share money. He knows that I'm fucking my own self over when i do stuff like that he just okay laughs. so like his so what he so you know obviously you're a family but like what his money is his and yours is yours yeah we kind of split the responsibilities kind of okay. evenly so that, see that that's great i mean it there's plus there's pros and cons to both sides for me it's oh, yeah. the other, like it's the other way around like we both earn money and it's that it just goes into one account and like yeah, I yeah. can't make a decision like that without discussing it first. There's no, I right. couldn't just go take me money. <laughs> if it did, we'd have to be a big fight. <laughs> I mean, if if you're if I paying my bills and you know able to provide and do the things that I do, then everything is fine. And yeah. the same for him. But I did. I mean, I put it on a credit card that I do not have the cash to pay off right now. Yeah. But then he turned around and went playing slot machines, and won. A large sum, you know, where the lady <laughs> the lady had to come out and give him the hundred dollar bills kind of situation. Oh, that's amazing. So we were leaving after that because we're not dumb people and we're like, bye. Yeah, you've yeah, <laughs> that's know? it. Like, don't push your luck. <laughs> and he hands me three Benjamins, like, 
you know, 300s. Pay it off. Like, yeah. <laughs> there you go. You met Brett Michaels. I was like, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. I was like, it was the universe. Yeah. Telling me I needed to meet Brett Michaels and pay the money anyway, help juvenile diabetes, and then not even really have paid for it. Yeah. It's pretty that cool. That was awesome. So, and yeah. he was a nice guy, was he? I've seen the picture. The picture's fantastic. Oh, he was so nice. He was it, like so genuine. And and I was hoping that because people had told me that. Um, it's weird for, for me to have a crush on a 60-year-old man, but I do. And it is yeah, what but it he, is. Like, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I, and it, this sounds bad, but at our age, I, I, think, I don't think it's like it's that bad. <laughs> right. Well, he totally wears a wig or something. I'm not sure, but I don't care. And I've just loved him for so long. I loved Poison, not when they were first a thing, because I was yeah, yeah. Know, two or something. But I just, and I've, and he's always just been a, such a good guy, like a genuine. Yeah, he seems person. to be genuine. Yeah, he does, and a, a giving, charitable person, and all of that. Even with all his silly shows and everything like that, um, but he was genuinely really nice and yeah. cared. He, everyone at the show that I went to. He, I don't know if he did this at other shows, but everyone at the show I went to, if we show our tickets, there's two other shows that we can go in for free. Oh, nice. And I didn't see him say that about any others. It's just ours because his band and him are like from the oh, general wow. region. So, yeah. I was impressed. <laughs> yeah. Of course I had to meet him. And once it said meet and greet, I was like, there's no way I'm leaving here without, without. Like, yeah. Definitely. So, like, I'm a massive, massive Richard Marks fan. He's my favorite singer-songwriter. I love him. And he's just started doing meet and greets now after shows. He never used to. He used to just say, "If you, I don't do meet and greets. If you want to meet me, just, like, wait by the stage door and, like, someone will come and get me and I'll come and say, hey. But now he's actually doing it because everyone's doing it. He's doing meet and greets now. And, like, I've seen him once in Liverpool when I still live there. And once here, since I've been living here, and he's not been back since, and I'm like, he's doing a tour now, and I'm like, please announce a Nova Scotia day. I'll get the money from somewhere. I don't know how much he charges. I don't think it's too much. But like, I, I, I love to meet him. I absolutely, that'd love be amazing. It. He is such he an inspiration. Like, and even his we like our wedding song was one of his songs that he wrote. It's like an album track that, like, unless you're a fan, you wouldn't have heard it. And uh, just to be able to tell him that, like, he's an incredible artist, and yeah, I just love to meet him. So. Maybe. That would be so cool. I've, oh, what I love his tweets and stuff too. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's really funny and like he's he's not sort of nervous or scared to say what he's thinking. And he seems genuine and not uppity and yeah, like I get that ruined, vibe as well. I, right? I think he's he's very genuine. He used to do a podcast with his wife. It was during lockdown, so I don't think he's they're going to do anymore. But that was cool because you got to kind of know them a little bit, like on mm -hmm. a personal level, like. And his wife seems lovely as well. And yeah, I'd love to. That's meet. cool. They were, he was, he was going to be here or he was here. And I didn't find anyone to go with or something happened or I had tickets to something else or I had to decide between two shows or something. So I didn't, I didn't go. Yeah. Um, And then I can't remember it. He's the one that said like the girls would come up and say, well, my mom loves you. Yeah. <laughs> and i've always wanted to meet him so i could be like my mom loved you <laughs> have you have you ever seen him tell the nsync story is that like it? When, he, when he worked with nsync is that the one 
the story about the mom, the girl who came up and said his, her mom left him. Yeah, and yeah, like started... she said, like, oh, is Joey in there? Like she was asking about Joey. And he was like, yeah. And then she said, oh, you Richard Marks? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, I've been cool. And she's like, yeah, my mom loves you. Yeah, that's it's that <laughs> one, yeah. Yeah, that's the story I'm thinking of because my mom genu- gen- genuinely, genuinely loves her some Richard Marks. Yeah. And I, I, I do too. That would be cool. He writes even now, like he's still writing with, with, you know, big name artists and he's still smashing out amazing songs, even on his own albums. Like his, his mm-hmm. songwriting is just inc- incredible. There was one song on, I don't know if you've ever listened to a song where it literally makes you want to cry, but he, he, he wrote a song. What's it called? I'll have to send the link to it after, but it was on one of his most recent albums. And it's literally about like, not loving someone anymore and, and telling them that like, you just, I just don't love you anymore. And it's so, so unbelievably sad. The lyrics that are in the song and the melody. And it's just, it makes me want to cry when I listen to it. Like it makes me so sad, but it's that that's the mark of a good artist. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. I've got to, I've got to show you that song now. And chills and goosebumps and crying. Well, he, he also <laughs> famously went through like a, a you know, a, a divorce. Like he was married to, What's her name? Cynthia Rhodes, and she was in Dirty Dancing. You've seen Dirty Dancing, obviously. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's the like dance one of the dance teachers or something in that, and mm. um, yeah, like they've got four songs together, but they they divorced, and I kind of feel like that's who the songs about. I could be wrong, but like just yeah, amazing. That's crazy. Yeah. So, so we were cool. we were going to talk about movies, but like. I don't know if we need to, to be honest. Why don't we, we want to just save that for a different episode? Because we've like... Yeah, we were going to talk I'm about really TV shows. Do, I'm, I'm really enjoying doing this with you because it's you make it so easy. I mean, I'll fangirl all day about anything. TV, movies, boy bands. Like, that's what I mean. Like, I was, a bit, I was a bit kind of like reluctant with the whole Trailer Park Boys thing. But like, you you actually went and did your homework. And even after I asked you to watch it, you went and watched it. And like you actually gave an opinion, and we had a full conversation about a show you've only seen one episode to, which is amazing. Like that, honestly, and you showed up on time, and you were you were free last minute. <laughs> Look, I'm a teacher. I got nothing to do You're on Friday nights. Like I'm used to being punctual. Yeah. To the minute, and I oh also yeah, you do... were like as soon as the clock struck, you were like right there waiting to join. Um, I do, I do zooms all the time too. And I was just telling someone, um, we were just like reminiscing about the beginning of the pandemic and how the first zoom I went to, I literally had to throw up before I was so nervous. Yeah. But it was just people. Yeah. It wasn't (laughs) anyone famous. It was just random people. It was a Tony Luca zoom concert. Okay. But it was like, I literally threw, threw up. Because yeah. I was so nervous. And that wasn't the first like video call I'd ever done. Actually, <laughs> might need to save it for another day. But my first one was Brad and a podcast. And it was fantasy football based. Oh, yeah. You told me about this. Yeah. In 2017, right? I did not turn my camera on. Because I just could. I could not bring myself to turn my camera on. Yeah. Like, that's how nervous I was. And now I'm like... Hey, y'all want to get on a Zoom? And I show up with like no makeup. I was Zooming from the kayak the other day in the river <laughs> with my book club. Like, I don't care anymore. I don't care. I know. I seen a video when you were in the kayak on, you put it on TikTok, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we went, we've been back a couple of times, but 
I'm in my kayak paddling, holding my beer like this (laughs) (laughs) with my phone, like propped up in my kayak in my book club with the camera on. That's crazy. That's cool. That's multitasking. But it's just funny how, how far it has come for me, but for others. Yes, of course. Yeah. Like you started out like this really nervous person and now you just don't care, you know? And then, like I said, I was running around looking for my mascara because I wanted to put some on, but I didn't really care. And then on Sunday, I talked with Dan Miller from O-Town, just me and him. Yeah. And the first time that happened, I probably, probably wanted to throw up and would have done full makeup and everything else. But I just showed up. I was like that a little bit when we spoke to Lindsay from Bewitched. And I I, I think she's lovely. I've always thought that, but like. You know, when somebody gets older and you go, whoa, like I've never, I never looked at you like that before. Like she's kind of like that. And I, I just think she's lovely. I've got all the respect in the world for her. I'm not like, I don't want to seem like I'm paving over her because I'm not like, but, but when, when she came on the podcast, like I was, I was nervous because I was like, I don't, the last thing I want to do is come across, come across really uncool and just like, you know, you know, you know what I mean? Like I didn't want to yeah. kind of stumble over my words or anything, but I think I did a good job. Well, I, I'll I have to listen to, to that, that one. And like I was talking to Kelly about like, you know, if if we were ever lucky enough to get Dan on the podcast, like she she said he would be my my Lindsay to you. Like she said I'd be like a bit nervous talking to him. But yeah. Oh, but if she's never talked she's never talked to him before? Never spoke to him, no. He never is the him. easiest. He's the easiest in the world. And I'm not a Dan girl, but now I have Dan tendencies. But <laughs> because he's so he's very very genuinely nice and and kind and everything else and this was my birthday phone call from being on patreon for him yeah and hot. and he remembered that you know he has a calendar i'm sure and everything like that but he's the one that reached out to me and said your birthday is coming up when are you free to talk and i was yeah. like yeah. <laughs> That's really nice because even though like it's it probably is on his calendar, he could have just looked at that and gone, eh, "I'm not going to say anything unless she does." Right. And he could have left it. The fact he's like, "No, like you know, this is this is part of the deal. Like, let's do it." Mm-hmm. And then he was awesome. We talked for the whole Zoom time, like until the t- the timer ran out on his yeah. thing. Um, and we just sat there, kind of bullshitting. It was lovely. Do you know um, what I find weird is that like, there's a. <laughs> The Zoom things like it's a timer because you don't pay, as you know. Right. And yeah. I just find it weird that Dan from Motown doesn't pay for <laughs> Zoom. Like, why isn't he? Why not? I pay for it. Like, my that's why it's not gone off on us because I pay for it. Here's the thing, though. I he does Patreon Zooms with the whole group. Yeah. So I don't know, and they they don't cut off like that. So I don't know if maybe I don't know. He might just set a timer because he doesn't want to end up on the phone with me for two hours. Maybe, maybe so. Yeah, maybe. That's um, maybe. And that would be for anyone. I'm cool. Other people might be not. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, anyway, no, it's true. Cause you probably do, you probably do get some fans who just won't let them go. And it's like, Oh, this is dragging on now. Yeah. Well, he's the one that picked 10 o'clock in the morning, his time. I was good. It was one. <laughs> yeah. But at first he was a little sleepy, but then he was, he was fine. And I just, I don't even remember why why I started talking about that now, but no, I can't remember either. But yeah, I'm glad you brought it up. I was like, I'll save this for another time, and then I just started talking. Oh, the being on the being on a Zoom and how at the beginning of the pandemic it would make me want to throw yes, up, and now right, yeah. I'm and now I'm fine. 
I, I went into the Zoom with Dan, no makeup, like not even mascara. And I at least always put on mascara, nothing. I was sitting in my garage, like in my yoga pants, the same shirt I slept in. What's up? <laughs> See, Kelly's the opposite. She's like, oh, I don't, you can't, I can't do the podcast tonight because I, you know, that's put makeup on and stuff. And I, I don't really want to. And I'm like, you don't need to put makeup on. She's like, no, I can't go on camera. I said, so don't put your camera on then. No, no, everyone else does. So I have to put my camera on, which means I need the makeup. Like she will not come on without the makeup on. She's got the makeup full on. She won't not come on camera. If there's a guest, especially if there's a guest, she has to have the camera on. Yeah. But so okay. So very picky. I also understand that completely. And I don't know about what, what, what she did, but during the pandemic, I was teaching virtually on a meeting every day of my life. Right. You just stop caring after a while. Yeah, <laughs> and I've never been somebody that wears a lot of makeup anyway. So when you see me in Boston in the morning, I'm probably going to be a shit show <laughs> of last night's makeup. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Later that night, I'll have at least put on mascara. Might do my brows; they're turning gray. <laughs> I do have to talk to Bradley, <laughs> but there's there's like this no fucks given anymore situation now yeah like, i used to do the makeup thing i, I admire that though i i mean I'm, I'm i'm finicky with my hair like if my hair was a mess which it kind of is today i would just put a hat on because i can't have messy hair this is it's just i need a haircut and it's too long and it's in my way so i, I washed it i just and then, of course, I didn't have time to dry and straighten my hair today, Gavin. Jeez. Yeah, I didn't I, I didn't give you any time at all for that. That's fine. And then I wait till 9.57 to find my mascara. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you did find it then? Because you said... No, you like, I never oh. found it. Oh, you I'm, never did? Oh. No, I'm gonna about to go try to, like, take my six-year-old by the ankles and shake it out of her pockets. I don't know. She probably, <laughs> took, she probably took it. Probably. I had it okay. earlier today, so... Oh, yeah. well. <laughs> I'm sure it'll turn up. Okay. Yeah. So we, we can wrap things up now. I just want to give a special shout out to um a lady called, I want to say her name, right? Her name's literally spelled Kirst. K- it's okay. So it's K E A R S T I N. So it's K- Kirsten. It's Kirsten, but Kirsten. But I don't I don't know why that doesn't sound like me saying that. You guys would say it like that, like Kirsten. 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 But that's not how I would say it. I would just say Kirsten. I guess that's it then. Kirsten. Anyway, Kirsten Horn. I've been talking to her. She's a patron of ours, she's a lovely person. And I told her that I would give her a shout out just to say hey. And she's expressed some in, some interest in coming on for a chat sometime as well. So maybe we'll bring it on at some point. She's she is a Backstreet Boys fan, so Maybe we can do the whole end sync. You're just stacking well. up the back streets against me. Aren't I've you? got more. You are one of the very <laughs> few end sync fans. I, I I know a lot of backstreet fans. I don't know a whole lot of end sync fans. So you so I, feel special for that reason. I could I could bring a whole army. <laughs> oh, I I believe it. I believe it. I I hated end sync at first. Like I was like, we won't get into it now. But like I just hated them. And then bye 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 came out, and I could not deny that that was a jam. And then that was it. Then I was like, yeah. I, I've been denying that I want you back was a jam. I've been like, yeah, I was like a closet sort of like lover of that song. And then when Bye 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 came out, I was like, I can't deny this anymore. These guys are great. 
Yeah, they're pretty great. <laughs> Those are the deep tracks for me, but we'll save these, save all yes, of these arguments yes, exactly. for a different day, of course. But, yeah, also, <laughs> I'm going to play a song at the end, but just to give all the details as well, go to uh, linktree.com forward slash Majors Mess Hall, and that links you into everything, including, as I say, our, our Patreon page, if you want to become a patron. But it also gives you links to, like, Spotify. What the hell is the cat doing? What are you doing, Sue? She's, like, knocking something around the floor. You probably can't even hear it, but it's driving me insane. I can't, I can't. lock her out. If I lock her out of the room, she cries and scratches, so I have to have her in here. I'm sure you've seen her tail wafting around on my yeah. lap. And she climbs up on me. It's, like, ridiculous. Hopefully you don't hear my guinea pigs. I can't hear anything, honestly. It's the, this okay. is the thing. Like, we hear little <laughs> things in our own rooms, but it doesn't of course. come through. Right. Well, and also, um, I was I was hoping that my volume and everything is fine because I don't have headphone, headphones and microphone and all of that fancy stuff. No, everything's great. I mean, I have headphones. I just don't wear them. They're up there, you can see them. They're there. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. So, yeah. So, okay. uh, linktree.com forward slash majors mess hall. And it just links you into everything. Apparently, what is the name of the platform? Stitcher is stopping. So, if you listen to this podcast on Stitcher, I don't know who does. But if you do, you'll have to find us somewhere else. You do. You use Stitcher. Well, it's ending. Apparently, they're getting rid of it. I used to. Okay. No, I listen on um, Spotify, but yeah, I did get the email. Yeah, I did. <laughs> it's a shame. It's because it was a massive platform, but yeah, so they're getting rid of it. So just find us on iHeartRadio or I don't know uh, iTunes or what do you call it now? Apple Music, whatever you call it. There's Amazon Music. That's another one. We're on there. Um, Spotify and all kinds of places. What the hell is that? She's got a Hershey's Kiss. Where did you get that from? I don't even own Hershey's Kisses. I don't know where she's found her. Like, I don't know if you can... I don't want to mess with the camera. I gave it to her. She's so Look, cute. See the little thing sitting in front of her? That's a Hershey's yeah. Kiss. <laughs> I don't know where she got it from. It was me. <laughs> he just threw it to her through the camera. <laughs> I threw it. She's cute. <laughs> Look, she's going to pounce on it now. Fruit Loop. Um, okay, anyway, this music, the music I'm going to play, I'm going to play a track from an album that was sent, this was sent to me by my cousin, Matt Andrews. He goes under the name Edgeways. And now the fucking Xbox has just turned on. Who did that? This is That weird. was me too. This, Gavin, yeah, I'm this sorry. is freaky. I'm blaming you. <laughs> um, it's called, it, the name of the, that he goes under is Edgeways. The album is called um, Words and Ways. And you can find it on Spotify. I am actually blown away i mean he's my cousin and we're he's he's one of those cousins where we're friends first even though we're family like i'm really close with two cousins and he's one of them and um i i, I knew he could play guitar but we was like oh I finished an album and i'm like you did an album how the hell did you do an album he produced it all himself he wrote all the songs played every instrument that's on it and he sings and i'm like where did you where's this come from i'm like blown away um it's that's kind amazing. of like there is some artists that it's kind of in the same genre as it's like, oh, who can I give as an example? I mean, I, I don't know if you've heard of him. Um, tallest Man on Earth would be an artist. He's he's great. Like, Tallest Man on Earth is great. This is kind of the same kind of stuff. It's kind of folky, kind of like guitar-driven. Yeah. Like, it's really, really good. Anyway, there's a song on here I don't want to play now, and it's called Seasons Delayed. But check this album out on Spotify and, and all the other music streaming places, um, Edgeways, Words and Ways. And yeah, this is um, Seasons Delayed. And thank you very much, Stephanie, for joining me. And we'll talk again soon. Yeah, thanks for having me. That was fun again. Fun times. See you later. See ya. Bye.
touching stories and fame. 